everybody. Welcome to episode 11 of the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am your host, as always, Chance Watson. And with us today, guest host, John Miller in the Fantasy League with us. John, how are we doing today? Oh, pretty good. How about you guys? Boy, boy, it is, uh, it's going to be a good day here. We are coming up on trade deadline. It's a pretty much the birthday day for everybody here in the league. And uh, everybody is, well, you, you jump onto social media and whatnot. Oh, wait, there we go. Now, now we're ready to go. Uh, jump onto social media, and it's all the talk around the Fantasy Hockey League. But first, as always, let's get into some NHL Seattle talk. Uh, John, I know you uh, did a little research today. What did you find? What do you think's interesting? Well, you know, I found out the mayor is interested in what kind of name they're going to name this team. Oh, the mayor. What is her name? I couldn't tell you. I just don't know. I, I know when they announced the arena, they said... When they announced the arena, I don't know if you remember, they announced the arena and the the owner got uh, got in, like indicted on charges. They should just call them the Sonics, make they it easy. <laughs> no, that would piss off everybody over there that still wants the basketball team. <laughs> right, well they shouldn't have lost them, right? Seattle mayor. Okay, what? what? But in August, she put out a poll. Jenny, Jenny, Dur- Jenny Durkin. She, Durkin. She, okay, alright, go ahead. <laughs> she put out a poll asking her followers... What the names, you know, what the name should be. So we had Kraken, Metropolitans, Sockeyes, Orchids, Steelheads, Emeralds, or other. Okay, sounds like sounds like the ones that we've been talking about for a little while now. So what would you guess came in first? Well, with the Seattle poll that they did a while ago, I think the Sockeye came in first. But with the mayor, I uh, our conversation beforehand, yeah. I'm going to have to go with Kraken. We're looking at 4,061 votes. This was, again, in the fall. Other came in, in first with a whopping 39%. Okay. Followed by the Metropolitans. Okay. Followed by Sockeye at 20%. And then Orchids. At fifteen percent, the orcas. Yes, I don't know. I don't know if I like that or not. I don't either. I think that would be a. I think people would make fun of emeralds. Emeralds is too generic. Yeah, but the one that's not mentioned that's mm-hmm. gotten traction was the totems. You know, and so TJ Oshie, he we, we mentioned this on an earlier podcast. TJ Oshie is from the Seattle area, and he mentioned that he wants the totems, but. Um, actually, that kind of reminds me. Do you think you think it'd be interesting when they do the draft? Do you think they're going to pick up players that would be from? So, like, do you think Tampa Bay would let Tyler Johnson be exposed in the draft so he could go back to Seattle? Possibly. Cap crunch. Because I know that he's been. I know he's been the rumor of like trades, especially as Tampa really inches close to the 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 cap. So it would be interesting to see if they would just kind of let him let him go i mean it'd be cool it would be pretty cool uh, but i don't know i think uh, i think a lot of gms have probably learned learned their way around this expansion draft based on las vegas pretty well yeah that's definitely probably something that uh oh god he just mcphee just fleeced all of them it seemed in the last ones yeah so um okay so what did the mayor want what what name did the mayor want Kraken. She wants the Kraken. Okay. Um, Release the Kraken. Ah, okay. Well, I think that's a pretty popular choice. Um, I doubt that's going to be it. But <laughs> I doubt that's going to be it, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, another article, uh, the only, right now, kind of a dry spell with, uh, with the NHL trade deadline coming up. Obviously, Seattle News is not going to be at the forefront of everybody's minds, but... Another article that was published here by the Seattle Times not too long ago um, talks about the oh, what the hell is his title? It's something real long and important. Media something. He is the uh, Todd, so, vice president of digital and fan engagement. Okay, yeah. So that guy, his name's Todd Humphrey. Uh, he is making sure that Pete, when people go to these games here in Seattle. Uh, They're watching the game and not on their phone. And, John, I'm going to tell you, I think a lot of that has to do with... uh, He he can do whatever he wants, but it's going to depend on if the team is good or not. I mean, well, yeah, but (laughs) when I think of Seattle, Uh I I don't think of Amazon or Microsoft or anything tech at all, Uh right? These people probably are never on their phones looking at the stock market, checking the pot stocks or anything. They're probably... (laughs) 
<laughs> they're probably probably in the arena. They're just, do you think there'll be a Starbucks in the arena? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can see that for sure. Um, so they're probably just looking at their Starbucks cup, cups, honestly. Yeah, I mean, they. I don't know. There hasn't been a whole lot coming out of Seattle lately as far as NHL news anyway, so this might be just something they just threw out there and see if it sticks. Well, and the NHL has been trying to push new technology for a little while. Um, everybody, well, not everybody, but most people have heard about New Jersey. They have, like, an actual betting parlor inside the arena. I don't know if you knew that or That's not. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> you go inside, you can bet on, like, you know, uh, so who'd they play last night? They played the Penguins recently. You can, you know, you can go in the betting parlor and bet how many times Sidney Crosby's going to drink from his water bottle or something. Well, if you think about it, the fantasy world's gotten so big anyway, a lot of NFL stadiums have their own fantasy zones and Wi-Fi, so you can check your fantasy score that as you're sense. watching your game. Boy, now, I don't think the NHL is quite on that level. Well, and that's not going to help Mr. Todd Humphrey over here who wants people to stop no. staring at their phones during the Seattle game. Think about it. Most of these intros. I, I've been to an Arizona Coyote game, and they have an intro to where you have to download an app, put it on your phone, and these wolf eyes come up, and they they all hold their phones up and do that during the warm-ups, and when they come out... I mean, it's pretty clever. So It's pretty clever. So, you know, it's all about fan involvement, right? Right. Well, okay, so this is a good segue into talking about <laughs> our next thing, distractions. Uh, hockey, hockey icon Don Cherry... Everybody, I'm sure, knows because the can- the Hurricanes are playing off of it. They're a bunch of jerks. They're just a bunch of jerks. They're they're just unprofessional. They're going out there. They're having fun. Who the who the fuck has <laughs> fun playing hockey? All right, this is a serious game. You know, you're what you go to the game in business ties and whatnot, and you just that's you, right. There's you, no kids at these games. You do your job. All right. Now, okay. So, in all honesty, uh, Don Cherry is uh, honestly, I don't think he's that angry about it. He gets paid a lot of money to have some really hard, old-school opinions on hockey. And it gets the two of us, which thousands of people are going to listen to this. Exactly. It gets us talking about it. He probably is getting paid by by Carolina. He probably, They're like, you know what? We need you to be, sound like an asshole. Those players have already posted pictures <laughs> with their own shirt. They've uh-huh. already made their own shirts with their own logos on it. It says, Bunch of Jerks. Bunch of Jerks. Carolina Hurricanes. And the players are wearing it. I, you know what? Yeah. I as the, as a spokesperson for the Dusty Bender podcast, I <laughs> I approve of this strong marketing campaign because you know what, Carolina is one of those non traditional markets that mm-hmm. struggle, especially with their rocky history of making the playoffs recently. They've struggled to bring in attendance. Yep. And what this do, you know, we just talked about it with the Seattle thing. What it really comes down to, you can put in as much gimmicky things as you want, but you got to win hockey. You have to have a respectable team. And, you gotta have money, and you gotta have money. Absolutely. Well, to get the best players, <laughs> there's a few teams in the league that. I mean, what is it? We've talked on the podcast before, Taylor and I, that. I. Uh, what is it? Fucking. Um, oh, the Coyotes. The Coyotes have, technically, Pavel Dotsuk. Uh, it's, oh. it's Dotsuk, Hosa, Hosa, and one other player. Um, he was the big tough guy with the with the Flyers in his last year. I fucking hated his guts. Can't remember. Anyway. This year? No, yeah. no, no. Anyway, um, they all retired as Coyotes. Absolutely. Actually, I think they might still I be. I wonder how con- many jerseys they sold. <laughs> probably <laughs> probably not many, uh, considering they didn't make it. Well, I'm sure somebody made some. but um, No, so we're talking about... Uh, I, I, if he is truly serious about how he hates them... I mean, it truly shows that he's just behind the times. I understand Don Cherry is a real traditional hockey guy. I get it. Um, and those old hockey players. Yeah, because they were so professional going into locker rooms in the 80s and snorting coke. But, <laughs> but no, can't, can't go out and do the skull chant and do bowling or duck, no. duck, goose or something. No, no. Why be funny? Why, why, you know, why would kids enjoy this? So, I, I you know, I... With most of the Hell, hockey the players world, look like they're enjoying it. With most of the hockey world, I'm going to side on this is a good thing, especially yeah. for Carolina. No, who this, cares? Exactly. Does this need to be applied everywhere? No. Most, you know, does do the Red Wings, do the Rangers, do the Hawks? Do they need to do this? No. Yeah. Uh, they got no. they have plenty of fans. 
Yeah. Not a problem. But with the Canes doing this, I mean, more power to them. Because yeah. I saw – I was on Twitter the other day, and I saw an, uh, a Florida Panthers game against the Sabres, which, I mean, standings-wise is kind of important. I mean, Florida's basically out of it at this point, and Buffalo's in a free fall. But, I mean, it, that arena was empty. Yeah. It was absolutely empty. And trying to get people to these games, especially when your team's not doing so well. Like, yeah, the original six teams and teams that have recently done well, they don't have a problem no. if they have a bad year. You know, the Hawks, not their greatest year. They're still selling out the arena. Yeah, and that's a big arena. Right. Well, I mean, take it from your favorite team, the Preds. Look, at it. their first years, they weren't good. No, we awful for years because we didn't have an expansion draft like vegas or seattle <laughs> somebody's somebody's still a still little bitter upset. yeah so not not better not better at all um but, but no yeah, that team almost sold and left but now look at the stands Man. they haven't won the cup but no nope. they're doing decently consistently well. win consistently make the playoffs have a little country stick to them i remember going down there and people yelling put the biscuit in the basket <laughs> it's the puck in the goal but you know what it works for them yada 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 everybody have a good time uh-huh. it's a good atmosphere but people hated on them hated on them because they had people outside watching the postseason hated on them because they were throwing catfish on the ice which people don't know they're just making fun of detroit yeah Hey um, now, I, we got we got that octopus. That's a that for some reason that has something to do with a red a winged wheel. So yeah, so a catfish. What's its significance? I don't know. Just making fun of Detroit fans because they beat us all the time. Sounds about right. We don't play anybody in the east or in the west yeah. anymore. So but yeah, is, it's, it's tough for these non traditional markets to really grab something and run with it. And Carolina found something that seems to work. Get some some free publicity. Yeah, you either like it or you don't. And that's about it. Well, and speaking of teams that are drawing back their fans, uh, the St. Louis Blues right now uh, with their win over Toronto last night, eleven game winning streak. Uh, John, how much do the Blues have to owe this to Banger or <laughs> Bingham? Uh, I would say a lot. Also, getting rid of. Um, Bennington. Mike, what, you? Yow? Yow. Got rid of him and slowly and surely turned around, but uh, yeah, the goalie play's been outstanding. I mean, Jake Allen's been in a couple times, but I think if Jake was going to get it done, he would have got it done already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, Binger's, what is he, 12-1-1 now? 13-1-1 now? I think so. Something along those lines. He's won 11 straight, obviously, because uh, the Blues have. Well, the, Allen, Allen played two of those games. But, gotcha. no, he's, I mean, he, he is a big reason. It seems like this team is re, re, I mean, they just beat the Maple Leafs, who, uh, you talk to most of Canada, they'll tell you that they were supposed to be favorites. But now I'm kind of doubting Toronto, honestly, because if you look at the standings there, on a collision, inevitable collision course with a playoff, a first-round playoff against the Boston Bruins again. Yeah, that's tough. Um, they kind of got pushed around a little bit last night by St. Louis. I watched a little bit of that game. You think that and I heard shows that they're missing a little muscle? Uh, that's, what, that's what I saw, but that's also what a couple of the guys I listened to on NBC Sports Network had talked about as well. Okay. So it would be interesting to see. Later, we'll talk about it. It'll be interesting to see uh, what they might do. Even yeah. They've already went and got Muzzin. So we'll get we'll get to the trade deadline here in a second. But it's, it's I mean, the turnaround that the Blues have had, I think, I mean, obviously the, their play stands up on its own. But I do, it's, it's a minor part of the turnaround. But I think the fact that the Western Conference right now is just so weak at the moment has a lot to do with it. I mean, it will uh, while you just got a couple teams that just are inconsistent. Yeah, let me pull up the standings here for a second. Winnipeg's beat up. Nashville hasn't been consistent since the first two months. St. Louis is the only team in the West that's just looking really, really good. Say we got have Calgary, but I mean, can you take them serious in the playoffs? Yeah, they've they've struggled a little bit. They haven't shown that they can compete with the top teams. Um, I think it was recently that they played Tampa and they just got absolutely slaughtered yeah um no I can I can buy that in the sense that well yeah I was gonna say we'll have to we'll have to do a little Nashville talk because that's that's your team you got a little spotlight on them but no I mean so looking at the standings at the moment going at the wild card line you've got dude look how many teams still are in it oh yeah Chicago is still in it 
Let's okay. Let's put things in perspective, and we'll have Wells talk about this in the next cast. Uh, plug, plug. We'll be doing something for the trade deadline. We'll talk about that later. Um, Anaheim is three points out of a playoff spot. Anaheim is three points out of a playoff spot. Okay. Yeah. W- let's talk. Let, let's. That is just uh, the only two teams in the Western Conference that are even Edmonton, three and seven in their last ten. Even Edmonton right now that is just on a absolute free fall are, are six points out like it's not impossible so pretty much the only team that's well i mean you know eight Min- points for la minnesota's lost five straight now oh, they're the teams that are in the playoffs are losing oh minnesota consistently minnesota's absolutely terrible at the moment we'll uh we'll get to fantasy later but i don't know if you saw it a drop stall eric stall <laughs> he might yeah. get traded yeah he's yeah, it's possible at this point when the gm's saying that he cries himself to sleep at night <laughs> God, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that'll do good. Yeah, Don Cherry, you want to talk about somebody that needs to? You can buck up somebody. Talk about the wild GM. He he obviously needs a pep well, talk. Well, I think it's um, he came from Nashville. He was an assistant GM in Nashville, and he's only been there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he hopefully he's, he's already got a grip himself. on what he's going to do and what he's not going to do. He's already crying himself. To you sleep. can't move Suter or Prize because they're going to be there till they're fifty. Well, and they're Min- Prize is a Minnesota kid, so you can't. Yeah. I, just, I, of all the, of all the teams in the league, I feel really bad for Minnesota fans because I don't. You don't? I don't like Minnesota. Okay, at all. all right, fair enough. <laughs> I just I feel bad for them because that's the state of hockey. True. And Minnesota has never been truly competitive. Like, what's the highest they've got? Second round, I think. You got to. They got the conference finals. The second ever. round twice, but never made it past the second. Never round. Never made it past the second round. And I think they've been in the playoffs seven or eight times. See, and so. I just. That they don't with with that's one of those fan bases that are loyal, like oh, right up absolutely. there, right up there with Toronto. I would love to go see a game there. Right I up, think it'd be excellent. Right up there with Toronto. Now I, I give a lot of shit to Toronto fans on here, but I give credit where credit is due. They are loyal after a very long drought, and Minnesota fans, it hockey's huge there, so that team's always going to have a good yeah. fan base. It, it's been proven considering Minnesota hasn't made it past the second round, but. Um, no, right now they're in free fall. Uh, it, it's God. The West is just such a log jam. That's why St. Louis has been able to capitalize on it and have such a bad beginning of the season to jump up. Um, I mean, they have a legitimate chance to win the Central after being not even in the playoff hunt at all. Let's see, here. they have thirty-two points. Winnipeg is banged shit. up. Or still. sixty-nine points, and then seventy-five, seventy-six. They yeah, got a couple games in hand. I mean, if Nashville and Winnipeg can figure it out, I think they could stave them off just by, you know, having a better record all year. But, no, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Nashville's playing, what, 500 hockey at the moment? Pretty much. And Winnipeg, a little bu- above 500. You know, they're not playing their best at the moment. And they're so. out buffling. And- um, real quick, we'll, we'll touch on some trades that have happened in the last week. Uh, nothing. One, one minor trade, in our opinion, and one big trade, in our opinion. Uh, I guess we'll go to the goalie one first. Let's because uh, so at the moment, uh, actually both involve Edmonton uh, because it seems like they're trying to do something. I guess I don't know. Taylor Hall went back to Edmonton. No, no, they wish they <laughs> wish he did. But God, uh, God, can you imagine? <laughs> Peter Shirley probably has nightmares about that. Um, so right now uh, there was the first trade that was Cam Talbot going to fly, uh Philadelphia in exchange for Anthony Stellars. Um, I'm going to tell you, I don't think this really does anything. I, I know it's probably more for money purposes. Uh, Edmonton's trying to clear space so they can actually do something one way or the other. Um, but I don't, I mean, it's definitely not going to help Edmonton. I know, I know when Peter Shirley got fired, they ma- the management came out and they made this big ado about, oh, we're still playoff team and we've got playoff hopes and ambitions and this is good. You know, we've got enough talent and they're just in free fall ever since. I think they've won like one game since the all-star break. So I don't know what trading Cam Talbot's going to do. Um, Talbot goes to Philadelphia probably to, you know, round out the... Is that veteran presence for Hart? Yeah, perhaps. It's not like they've got enough goalies starting there though. So I don't know. And then Stolar is going to Edmonton. I, I don't know. I've watched Stellars. He was he was backing up for Hart. He was playing pretty well, but I don't know if he, he he's not gonna go to Edmonton and just fix anything. No. 
uh, backing up. What is it? Koskinen, I think, is the no, not Koskinen. What's what's his name? Who's the Edmonton? I, I wouldn't even be able to pronounce it. Who's that? I can't remember the Edmonton goalie name. I don't think anybody owns him in our league. Probably not in our fantasy league. So I'm not even going to look him up. But whatever. In any case, uh, so pretty much a no deal there. I mean, it's not going to fix anything. Both teams are. Yeah, Edmonton technically has got a shot at the playoffs, but I don't think it's gonna. It's it, Florida or uh, Philly's rebuilding for the next year, and uh, and that's that pretty much. Um, the only other trade was between Edmonton, Edmonton, and Vancouver. Uh, Sam, how the hell do you say his name? I want to say Gagne is what. Yeah, I want to say Gagne, Gagne, but it's, it's not Gardner. Gar- I know that. No. All right. Anyway, Sam, the guy wh- who's been traded multiple times. Yeah, Sam. What's his Sam useless uh, was traded in exchange for Ryan useless uh, from Edmonton. Uh, Ryan Spooner. Because uh, we a can sweet last name. Yeah, man. it's a great name. But both of these guys have been huge disappointments for the team okay. that they were currently on. Uh, They're the guys that like. Oh, I know their names, but they're not. People, our, you get too excited. About anytime it. I hear a, hear about a trade, I always look them up on our fantasy league just to see if they're they're worth a damn. Uh, I think when I looked it up was Spooner was actually in the AHL. Uh, he wasn't doing anything, so he might have a role in in Vancouver, but nothing important. And then uh, Sam Useless was also not doing anything. He might actually see the Edmonton lineup with how bad they are, but um, I don't know. It, again, not going to help. The Edmonton no. Oilers. Not the kind of trade you want to see. No. I, they need This they need, time of the year. They need to find some sort of move that's going to fix something because I, I don't... That team is just so sad at the moment. Uh, they need... Well, at this point... At this point, they need... Well, everybody knows what they need is somebody to skate with McDavid, but that's <laughs> apparently not going to happen, so... In any case, all right, so going over the trades now, let's move on to, uh, let's see here, what do we got to talk about next? Um, talk to, oh, let's talk about, yeah, let's go into the trade deadline stuff. How about that? Let's do that. So we're coming up on it. We'll do a little trade deadline primer. Uh, just a quick plug on that. Uh, we will be, Dusty Better Podcast, we'll be looking to do something live on our Facebook page, and we'll be recording during the uh, during the trade deadline as it goes on. Probably closer to the end of it, so we have stuff to talk about. Um, you know, not gonna get get on, not gonna get on at six a.m. and and follow the entire coverage of the day. But um, we'll be we'll be paying close attention to it and updating the Facebook page as we go along. Uh, so trade deadline talk. Let's go with let's go with the big one. Matt Duchesne team announced that he is scratched for the next three games that are before the trade deadline. Now speculation is. That maybe there's already a trade in progress, and they're just working out little details. Yeah, and then we'll get them hurt. So you sent or, me, a, but what does that send to your locker room? You sent me a text earlier, John. Uh, tell me your your greatest fan theory about this. Oh, I, I I bought all into the trade deadline. It's the best drama of the year. Nashville, my team's been buyers for multiple years now. I have a GM that's crazy. So tell me why Matt Duchesne is going to go to the Nashville Predators. Well, rumor has it, mm-hmm. um, let's see, he bought a piece of property in Nashville. Okay. Apparently it's an Airbnb, but his best friend also <laughs> bought the, apparently his best friend bought the neighboring section what of this townhouse. What if he's just there for some good barbecue? Barbie, he loves country music. Oh, he could probably go through his Twitter t- timeline and see that he loves playing in Nashville. He says he can't wait to play in Nashville when he was playing for Colorado. So wait, are you trying to tell me that he's going to steal Carrie Underwood from Mike Fisher? Unlikely, <laughs> but possibly. I don't know how much of a, is it, is, a Christian Matt Duchesne. Is might that be. the new? Is that the new drama that's coming out of Nashville right now? I think I think we just broke. I don't the news know. Right you know she could make trade right there. Bam, younger. That we are coming up on the trade deadline. Duchesne probably makes more money than Mike Fisher, but however, Garrett Underwood probably makes a whole lot more money right. than all those guys combined. Well, I mean, Austin Watson's girlfriend's probably available right now. Oh, <laughs> not no. to get confused, Waddy with Waddy over yeah, there. Yeah, of course not. No, I I'm, I have no relation to Austin Watson. We we had a couple beers one time, but he's. He get he gets a little handsy when he when he gets drunk. So. <laughs> what kind of handsy you're talking about? Uh-huh, it depends on. So, uh, all right, talking about Matt Duchesne, uh, it's it it's now it is not a question of if, it's a question of when. We know Duchesne is not going to be in Ottawa, 
Everybody's making offers to him. He'll probably move at the trade deadline because Ottawa's going to want to hear the best offer going up to it. Uh, Why would they have even traded for him last year if they're just if they couldn't get a deal in place, couldn't figure it out? Because I don't think they expected to have the shit show of a season that they've had. I guess not, but man, it looks remember looks when the, pretty bad right when now. When they brought him on, they were fresh off of an Eastern Conference Final appearance. True. And things they were, were what? Things were looking good. That went to Game 7, if I remember they went, correctly, They took Pittsburgh right? to Game 7. It was a good series. Man. And they, I mean, they were doing really well. And then after that, I mean, talk about the wheels falling off once you get up high and mighty. I mean, that team just fell apart. So, I mean, at this at this point, Melnick has come out. He's the owner of the Senators. He's come out and basically said that, hey, you were looking to spend up to the cap and compete in 2021. And you're like, okay, so if I'm on that team right now, I'm like, yeah. well, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point? You got rid of Carlson. So, yeah. I, so, Deshane is looking like he's going to do He's going to have a new home. And he's going to get paid. He's going to get overpaid. But, yeah, he's going he's to go somewhere else, and the question is where. Yeah, but his contract is pretty – I mean, yeah, right now technically he'd be a rental, but I'm sure every team that would want to bring him on – He's going to be $8 million probably. They'd want to They'd want to re-sign him. So yeah. it's all about – But Now can you get a sign-and-trade? That would be the interesting point. Um, you look at some of their past salaries – Duchesne's making six million this year. Betty commands somewhere around eight. Okay. Um, the following. Now I can buy that, but I, he's Duchesne, twenty-eight, I think, years old. So and Duchesne has made it very clear. That's why he left Colorado. Like, if he wanted to be part of a rebuild or make money, hey, hey, what's oh, what's wrong with Colorado? They had Matt Duchesne. They had Ryan O'Reilly. How much offensive talent can you draft and? Piss away and not get any defense to help that team. The ar- the argument was on that that Patrick Waugh was not a good coach for that team. Now that's debatable. They had limited yeah, success. Stocked with offensive talent. That was limited success. But in any case, Deshane wanted to go somewhere where it was a contender. And at the time when he did it, True. Ottawa was. I mean, they were. It seemed like they were right on the cusp. So at the time, it made sense. Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty, and we can laugh about it now. But well, I mean, look at the Avs now. Yeah, they made the playoffs last year. They had a quick, you know, they made the play, and then they had a first round exit to you guys, the Preds. But um, I don't know. You look at you look at them now. They've got that first they line kind of fell apart too this season. They got that they first did the line opposite of St. Louis. They had high hopes on having solid goaltending, and they had pretty good goaltending the first part of the year. I can say that on a fantasy standpoint. I have Varlamov, and he was doing great. Varlamov was doing okay. And all okay. of a sudden, I even picked up um, Garber, the backup, because they were both doing pretty oh, well. Uh, Grubauer. Grubauer. Grubauer, yeah. They were both doing pretty well. All of a sudden, they must have had a bad practice, and it's just been a shit show since. God, I, you know, Grubauer was supposed, because they brought him in thinking that he was going to be the future. Remember, he was the backup in, in Washington. Mm-hmm. So... He was supposed to be the future of that team and take and slowly take the reins over from Varlamov, and now I don't think he can do it. No. I think he was kind of fortunate to be in front of a good Washington Capitals squad with a solid defense. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. So let's – okay, so obviously we can mark the Senators as sellers. Yeah, major sellers. Okay, so Deshane is, a, is, like we mentioned before, it's not a question of it, it's a question of when. How about Mark Stone? I don't know. Apparently, this is going to be the next 48 hours, and we'll know for sure if they're going to re-sign him or he's going to go somewhere. I know Winnipeg wants him really strongly. He's from Winnipeg. Mm. Winnipeg's hitting hard to try to get him. Um, and to be honest with you, of all the players available... Do they have the cap space for that? I think they do. Um, from all I've heard, he makes 735 this season he'll probably want to raise next year and i assume he probably want he's more in a point per game player this season on a bad team yeah on a bad team imagine putting stone on a line with somebody that could actually pass from the puck or vice versa absolutely because he's known as a disher too mm-hmm. he can dish the puck pretty well um now both those guys could be really huge at, at, i mean pieces to a team so but now, would you do some blockbuster craziness and trade them both to the same team? 
I don't what? think that would happen. You're the Ottawa GM. Mm-hmm. I'm David Poyle in Nashville. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you P.K. Subban, Ely mm. Tolvin, a first-round pick, and I don't know, anybody on our second and third line for Stone and Duchesne. My, yeah, Has to be a sign and trade. I was going to say, I'm probably some more prospects in there. Those two, man. Two first round picks. So if if I'm the Nashville, if I'm the Nashville GM, I don't know if I would be making that deal in the first place. But <laughs> I doubt it too. No, I doubt it too. I mean, those two guys, still. those two guys. And you know what though? Because I've been saying that for a little while now. Nashville's strength is their deep defense, and but because of that, you could use to lose one and still have a. a Fairly decent squad. Absolutely. What other GM out there has traded somebody like Shea Weber and Seth Jones? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. You could. So this is a huge. Subban, I can tell you right now, Subban will not play out his contract in Nashville. I'm sure year. this is a huge argument among Preds fans, <laughs> but I mean, who, in your opinion, right now, who's the top D in Nashville? Roman Yossi. Okay. All right. See, and that's you know that's controversial. Some people would say that it's PK Subban. Um, the, you know, for this year, I would argue it's Ekholm. Yeah, I say he's right up there. I think he's the second best. Well, what about Ellis? He he's in the conversation too. too well this year, but he's locked up. He's starting to look better. Three points last night. Mm. Three assists. Mm-hmm, Yossi mm-hmm. two goals and an assist. Yossi is killing it. He is a good fucking guy. God. That, but who knows? I would love to see Stone. Anywhere outside of the West. Okay. <laughs> I can believe that. As a Nashville fan, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Winnipeg really throws the book pretty hard at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just being the hometown boy, that good. And Winnipeg's built built pretty well. They're going to come into a cap crunch pretty soon, though, with mm-hmm. Lion A. And I think um, Kyle Connor runs out his rookie contract pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to have a little cap crunch coming up, and it'll be interesting to see what they do. Okay. I I see that. Ah, God. DeShane's going to go. I can't say where. I, I, I mean, it's got to be a cup contender. you got to think. He's not going to a rebuild. That's what he wants. He wants to go to a cup contender. He said it before when he left now, or, uh, Colorado. Stone, on the other hand, I mean, Stone hasn't been scratched, so still don't know about him yet. Uh as a package deal, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> now, let's shift gears to the player who recently shit his pants. <laughs> and to Artemi Panarin. Panarin. Artemi Panarin, in the words of his current coach, uh, was sick. Uh, he he didn't sit out the game because of the same reason that Shane did. He was actually sick. Um, it's been rumored for a while that, that Bobrovsky and Panarin are on the trading block. No real news that's come out of that since... I've talked about it, but we talked about it before in the last podcast. But as we get closer to crunch time, the rumor is is that maybe Columbus goes the opposite route, rolls the dice, keeps both of them, and adds, and just makes a one-year, let's let's just go for it. They're in a weird spot, too, because they're still in a playoff chase, yep. and they've got two pretty good studs, and they might be sellers. Uh, if I was a fan of Columbus, I would not be very happy. No. Well, and it's not because... that's if the thing. they go. They're sellers because the players want to be sellers, not yeah. because the team is bad. Exactly. But what do you do as a GM? You can't get these guys to resign. Panarin said he wants to be a free agent. You let him walk and get nothing in return? You think... I don't think Columbus is going to do anything in the playoffs, so you might as well get what you can get for him. Okay. Here's, here's a serious question here. With the news that Panarin shits his pants, do you think that limits the number of teams that will take him? Mm, maybe by a quarter. Okay. There's, you know, like the, the Nash Poyle comes out. He's just like, no, we don't. We don't need shit pants shitters on our need, team. We don't need people who shit their pants re, uh, a lot on our team. That's not, we're, we're more interested. We're gonna, I mean, all right, who hasn't shit their pants listening to this right now? <laughs> If you drink a lot, you probably shit your pants. Uh huh. It's possible. You know. I mean, I'm. When if Artemi Panarin, well, and if he stays in Columbus, he's gonna get that. He's gonna shit his pants. He's gonna shit his pants. So, I mean, I, I think honestly, <laughs> I don't. Bob Rossi's like, I don't want to go to fucking the same team as that guy. <laughs> no. Get me out of here. Uh, anyway, it's no. contagious. Trust me. Right. So. <laughs> 
damn it. Florida, Florida has been in rumors for both of them. I don't know if that's going to happen because when they last talked about it, and this hasn't really changed, they talk about getting them in the offseason. And I, I don't... Florida I, talks a big game. Like, they're going to spend a lot of money this summer. They have summer. to. We talked about it earlier. They're hurting for attendance. They need something to... They should start dancing after they, they win, should. bro. They should. Uh, they'd be a bunch of jerks, too. They would be. God damn it. Fucking Don Cherry, asshole. All right, anyway. So, we're talking about torts. We've got Panarin. Oh, would you else? rather be benched for shitting your pants or be benched because you have bad listening skills mm. like Anthony Duclair? Oh, poor Anthony Duclair. Uh, that guy... That guy has been bounced around from so many different teams, and I'm I'm guessing it's for the same reason as all the other ones. Uh, you know, he jumped from what is it? So it was to Arizona, Arizona to Chicago, Chicago, and then Chicago to yeah. to yeah. Um, you know, I've watched his game. He seems talented, but I don't know. I mean, I guess if Tort says he doesn't listen, and that seems like a big bugaboo for him. So and he, I think he went to Columbus because he wanted to play for Torts. Is uh, what I heard today. Really? Yeah, because he wanted open and honest feedback. Huh. And if that's the kind of feedback you're getting, and it goes public versus maybe behind closed doors. Like yeah. If I shit my pants, I probably want that in closed doors, not mm-hmm. out to the public. <laughs> um, you know, you got to, I guess, take it with the punches. I wish somebody would. I, I really want, during the trade talk, like, if and when Panarin gets traded, they're like, are you going to shit your pants with this new team? Mm, he didn't pass physical. It can't make it. He can't. <laughs> He, stayed he will never live that down. I, I think Torts has just cursed him for life. He is now the player who shits his pants. Nah, he's too good. He'll 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 skate that pretty quick. He'll skate away from the yeah. the shit the pants shitting. Yeah, okay. he's too good. All right, just just skate through it. Ugh. Anyway, okay. So Anthony Duclair, uh, you know, he's no he's not a huge integral piece for the team. No. Um, I think he you know he can contribute. He does have some raw offensive talent, but defensively obvious that must be the problem that torts has with him he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of uh motivation to play defense uh the few times that i have watched him he's not very motivated to you know back check or anything like that so i I get it that's torts's game uh and torts has no problem obviously with benching players like that but in the in the grand scheme of things he's a third fourth line player he was, I think, the last time he was on the ice, he skated for like six minutes. Because so, he doesn't listen. Yeah, he doesn't listen. So, um, okay, allegedly, allegedly, he doesn't listen. But we'll, we'll see how that goes. Okay, let's move on to our fantasy talk here, uh, John. How are you doing in our fantasy league? Uh, I think ten and nine, I believe. I lost last week. I think I had a two-game win streak. I was doing pretty well in the beginning. Uh-huh. Uh, like I said, I had good goaltending uh-huh. going on with uh, Braden Holby and. Barlamov were set me up pretty well. Let's pull up the standings here. But you're Barlamov in... has gone pretty well. The only guy kind of saving me is Kucherov. Um, and you're in fifth place right now? Okay. So, well, that's still a playoff spot. Playoff spot. Just need a few things to turn around. Who's your, who are you playing this week? Uh, Bonks. Oh, yeah. Ta- uh, you're playing Taylor. Yeah. Ah. Taylor. You're playing Taylor, uh, who is uh, currently indisposed at the moment. He is... I haven't thought of a good excuse for him. At yeah, the so you traded Ryan Ellis to him, and he kind of blew me up a little bit last night. Uh huh. Yeah, Ellis is uh, Ellis is kicking up a little bit. We had that trade not too long ago, actually. Um, uh, a mutual friend of me, Wellesy's ours. He uh, he is uh, holy jumping. He actually got a trade offer. Uh, he would receive Tarasenko, and he would give away Panarin. Oh, that's interesting. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's I, a pretty cool trade. I thought that was uh, that was a head scratcher because it depends <laughs> on where Panarin goes. It does, and that brings us to the Cole fantasy part of who is left on the trade block that Oof. is still available in your leagues. I picked up yesterday or Monday Wayne Simmons. I've been wanting to pick him up for a while, but kind of held off. Didn't think he was still going to be there. Think he's going to get traded? I think he gets traded. Where do you think he goes? I think it'd be interesting. We were talking earlier about the Maple Leafs needing a little bit of grit. He's a little older, so I don't think he'd be part of a rebuild. He's only thirty or thirty-two. I forgot which one, but it was thirty or thirty-two. Yeah, but once you get past, once you're like, like there already, like there were some people that are saying Duchesne is getting in, uh, in the age, yeah, and he's 28, 28. twenty-eight exactly. So, but he's going to want term. That's what these dudes are going to yeah, want. They're going to want six to eight year contracts. Well, shit, look at Matthews. He signed a five year deal. 
Like normally, I was going to say back in the day, that would be These a, guys are getting smart now. They're not playing around. I was say, you can make the, mis- uh, make the mistake and be Connor McDavid and be stuck in Edmonton for the rest of your career. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, that guy should have just played the contract out and become a free agent. No, Simmons, Simmons could be a good rental, I think. Um, hey, he's still, you know, he's not too far removed from 30. That's 30 a good point you made year. with Toronto and the grit because we were talking about that game between Toronto and St. Louis, and all the commentators are saying that, you know, that game was a true example of Toronto missing grit. And that's kind of the difference between the West and the East. Mm -hmm. The West has got a little more muscle, a little more grit. Mm -hmm. The East is a little bit faster, a little more skill, so it's interesting. And, okay, let's say put Winnipeg or St. Louis, and you match them up against Mm. a Boston or a Toronto. Well... Because we we alluded to it earlier in the cast, uh, it, it, with the, with how the standings are shaking out, Toronto and Boston are are destined to play each other again, yeah, and that's gonna be fun. Is this the third? Would this be the third year in a row? I, I know it's don't know. I know they play. I think it would be might even be three years. No, not three years in a row. But I mean, th- these teams have consistently met each other in the playoffs. For at, within the last like six years, I think. Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to double check that, but definitely the last last one or two for sure. Um, and Boston's had the upper hand every time. Granted, last year went to a game seven, so it was close. But um, this is different, a little bit different of a Toronto team. But playoffs different, different animal. We all know that. Um, I say walking a little grit never hurts. Especially when you're close, but you're still gonna have to get past. God. More than likely, you're still gonna have to get past. Uh, Tampa Bay. Well, I mean that's going to be inevitable. <laughs> I mean anybody who gets that bottom wild card seed in that in the in the in the conference is going to basically they'll have the the luxury of having a first round exit to Tampa. <laughs> you know, it's not I I mean well, and so and we were talking I mean we haven't even talked about him yet cuz it's just right. We were talking about the we were talking about the West. Teams away. If they're what twenty points above the second place team in the they're, whole NHL. They're taking. It's they're taking the presidents. Fun. They're taking the presidents. Hey, do you know the Islanders are, are in first in the division? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think every New York. Uh, Island- Matt Duchesne to New York. You know Islanders. what? Let's allude to that real quick. Um, the Islanders are the Islanders and the Maple Leafs are coming up on a game here. I think at the end of the month. At, uh, we've mentioned it in the podcast before, but the Islanders are coming up on a game against Toronto in. Rhode Island. I mean... That's exciting. Okay, so I, I asked Wellesie this. Let me get your opinion on it. Tavares is homecoming to this game. You think <laughs> You think it's going to be, welcome oh, home. Booed. No, he'll get booed. He's going to get booed? I would say so. Okay, all right. Nashville still boos Ryan Suter. Oh, God. And that was probably 10 years ago. <laughs> I mean, come on. All right. Of course, he chose not to come back. Basically. Of course, they're going to be mad. All right. Now, if he got traded, then it's not really his Do fault. Do you think he gets a montage on the big screen or not even mm. that? Or maybe, maybe they maybe do it. Maybe not this year, but maybe next year. Okay. I don't know. That's a good point. That's like, a good point. You know, like the organization. But, but even if they put up the montage, he probably gets booed during that. Like, like they put mm. it up and it's just boo. I don't know. It's New York, so they probably would boo. Now, if it was somewhere else, maybe not. I mean, I don't think any Islanders fan would disregard what he did for the franchise but that Put being on the map but that but that being said the terms at which he left not great and the fact that oh, well let's look at it right here um right now the islanders and the maple leafs have exactly the same amount of points yeah what did the islanders get for you know Tavares? oh nothing 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 oh they got barry trotz they did get barry trotz I, which the wild card with getting barry trotz is you get mitch corn the goalie coach which turned around Pecorino, turned around Brandon Holby, and now has turned around both the both goaltenders. Both those goalies. Both Greece, yeah. But you don't hear about Mitch Korn very often. No, you do not. You hear about Barry Trotz. You hear about Barry Trotz. Um, well, okay, so, we're, I mean, we're on fantasy real quick, but let's yeah. let's deviate. Um, Islanders, do you think they're going to buy? I don't know. I haven't heard a whole lot from them, but why not? I mean, you're you're three points above the Washington Capitals in the in division with two games in hand. Uh, I mean, I don't see why you don't add. Yeah, why not? I mean, you could take a flyer on. I don't know exactly what they might need. Because Desha- I mean, Deshane makes sense on a you variety. Could, they of might teams. go depth. Maybe they go for somebody like Kevin Haynes because it's a center. They probably a second line center. Maybe I could see that, but they don't need help on goaltending. No. Maybe 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 some more offensive power on defense. 
what do you think Detroit wants for Nyquist? Maybe they go more depth move. I've heard it. I've heard that Detroit is basically asking for a first round pick for almost anybody that they I have. Probably would. <laughs> they want. They want. I've. It, it. It came out earlier that Detroit wants a first round pick for Jimmy Howard. They want a first round pick for Nyquist. I think everybody wants a first round pick. If you're in the top ten, I could be traded category. Well, Nyquist is I, until I've, some of these things start falling. I think everybody's asking for a first. Nyquist is probably top two in scoring on the Red Wings behind Larkin, I would assume. I haven't looked at the stats too recent. And then Jimmy Howard, you know, he's not having a horrible season. I I understand. I mean, in front of the team he's got, no, Howard's numbers aren't going to be amazing. But for the team he's got in front of him, he's not doing terrible. I would hate to see him go. Mm -hmm. He's been a lifelong Red Wing. But he is 35, 36. He's getting up there. Goalies goalies can last a little longer. Contract up at the end of the year? Hmm. Who's the backup for Toronto? Because that might be a death move. Just in they case. need somebody. Just in case they need somebody. Not not that I want to see. I I I would love. I love the team of Toronto, but I would love to see Toronto get a first round exit again to just see all the Toronto fans just fucking run Jake Garnier out of town because they'll find a way to blame it on him again. <laughs> um, if everybody doesn't remember the game seven blunder he had where he was minus five. Um, ever since then, everything's been Jake Garner's fault. So, uh, oh, in, including including our last episode, uh, it came out late because of Jake Garnier. Uh, that was confirmed uh, by Wellesley yeah. and I. So Jake broke the internet. He did. Uh, he did because Toronto fans got on there and were angry with him. So, yeah. uh, no, we're talking. About, so, oh God, I mean, the Islanders are in a weird situation. They are in uncharted water because they were not planning on being this good. <laughs> so they're getting up to this they're getting up to the trade deadline and they're probably one, I mean you know let, let's let's imagine the top guys up there you know they don't need Bobrovsky um, no that cost they could use Panarin oh absolutely well, they it, could, you every, could arguably oh, say anybody could, almost anybody could use Panarin that's a pure rental so I wonder yep. what the price is for a pure rental versus a possible sign. Panarin's team. made it clear that he kind of misses the spotlight. I think in a very early interview, he said he wants to go to a coast, but um, mm. it seems like he just he oh, misses the, the spotlight. T- Twitter universe says he owns property down in Florida. Well, fuck! If I made as much money as he did, I own property in Florida too. But I mean, we can't all make millions of dollars playing hockey. No. Um, okay, so back, let, let's let's go, we'll go back to fantasy. We kind of oh, deviate yeah. off a little. So bit. Wayne Simmons. Yep. Uh, snagged him. Who yep. knows if that was good or bad or not. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a bad pick to begin with. He averages almost two and a half points a game. So he's just a average player. Hopefully he gets put on a better team and uh, he could do well. But uh, you still have, I think, Michael Furland out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not still... a bad fantasy player to begin with anyway, but I believe he's available. He could still be available in some of other people's leagues he as well. Be, he might be in our league, yeah. Um, some sneakers I was thinking about is you got to start thinking you're rolling down. Getting towards the season. So you start looking at goalies. Mm-hmm. Valeski has always said that the, he's been overplayed, overworked. Oh, so, Vasilevsky. Yeah. yeah. So you got Louis Domingue. He's probably still available in most leagues. He might sneak out a couple games. He got picked up and then dropped in our league so, within like a day. Um, Malcolm Subban was another name that I'd heard uh, Fleury, there, just on the goaltender part. Flurry's been needing some rest lately, so Subban could be a, a spot pickup in daily leagues. Um, he's not available in our league, but other leagues, you might look at UC Soros. He's played pretty well all season, mm-hmm. and Pecorino might take a couple of breaks here and there towards the end of his runs. Mm-hmm. I'll throw in, let me, let me add in on goalies. Um, if you're in a position to have a handcuff situation where you can mm-hmm. pick up two goalies, uh, the Carolina duo is not bad. Nope. They're not. I'll, I'll I'll disclaimer on this. They're not superstars. Mech, the duo of McElhaney and Mrazek are not superstars. They're not going to get you shutouts day in and day out. In fact, they're. I, I own both of them currently. They're basically in a rotating pattern. One plays one night. The other plays the next night. Um, because they're both playing relatively at the same level, but. Carolina is really trying hard to make the playoffs at the moment, and it seems like they're trying to see whoever's got the hot hand. Uh, it, uh, in my opinion, if you can only get one, McElhaney has the slight edge because he is consistently mediocre, 
whereas Mrazek, you know, he'll post a shutout one night, and then the next night he'll let in six. <laughs> so I think he is the more consistent one if you can only pick up one. That being said, if you're in a situation where you can pick up two and make sure that nobody else gets any of those points from Carolina – I would, I would, I would Not snap. A bad play. Go I would make some points in these leagues, and they're available. The hard way, and they're available in these leagues because of the handcuff situation. Most fantasy players, especially in our type of league where it's not daily, you want consistency. We can only have so many number of pickup pickups in the league, and we can only have a number, uh, a certain number of pickups in the league, yeah. and you don't want to be picking up and dropping the goalie every every other night. So it can be tough. It it might hurt a little bit because neither one of them are technically the starters at the moment, but they could help. What was that website you gave me? The uh, Daily Faceoff. Daily Faceoff. That's a lifesaver when it comes to goalies. Plug, plug. uh, An an ad that we don't get paid for. Yeah, because we like them. Yeah, we do like them. Send us free stuff. We should. Or at least give us a free subscription so I can look at my fantasy stuff quicker. (laughs) <laughs> Send me free updates as soon as like thirty minutes before puck drops. That'd be nice. Come yeah, on. give me give me some premium membership right there. Jeez, God, who else you got? Uh, I got one little sneaker. Yep. Uh, for deeper leagues. Yep. Uh, Tony D'Angelo is a defenseman for the Rangers. Ooh, that's a I sneaky I picked pick him up, up li- early in the year, played him for a little bit. I think I had an injury to P.K. Subban, so I picked him up. I think he's on the second um, line right now. He's on the second line now, and I think they're going to get. Uh, he's been on the power play more. And I think they might try trade uh, McQuaid, I believe. New York's been turning it up lately. So, there's a sneaky one. I think he's available. He was only in 2 to 7% of leagues mm-hmm. uh, picked up. So, he's a might be a sneaky deep play in case you got some injuries or just looking for a Hail Mary. Love it. Love it. But um, other than that... It's all, it's all on your radar? Yeah, that's all on my radar. Everybody okay. else, I think we touched on a little bit. Perfect. Okay, well... Recently, I'll go with my most recent pickup, uh, Jake DeBrusque, okay? This guy has been fairly quiet. Uh, he was hurt for a little while, and he's been on that second line in Boston, which has been fairly quiet, but as of late, Jake DeBrusque and uh, David Krejci have been really turning it on. I don't know what sparked the chemistry, but it's happening now. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, let me pull him up real yeah. quick. Yeah, d- d- uh, so DeBrusque has... He's got points in his last four games, a goal in each, and not to mention some assists. So one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine, nine points in his last four games. Uh, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, well, he probably there's there's bound for some regression there. Um, also, doesn't hurt that three of these games were against the Blackhawks, which are granted having a resurgence, but their defense is still struggling. Anaheim, which you know is on a massive losing streak. Sorry, <laughs> and uh and LA which is pretty much one of the only teams that's like for sure out of everything. Uh he did get the goal and assist though in that big game against San Jose which was a, a travesty in my opinion, but I'm not a fan of either team, but if you're a hockey fan yeah. you can rewatch the replays on that. That was fucking garbage. <laughs> anyway, um yeah, so that's a, that's a solid pickup. Um guys that are trending down, I recently dropped Eric Stahl. Uh this that might be now, I know everybody who's listening to this in our fantasy league is going to go immediately and look at his stats and be like, how could you fucking drop Eric Stahl? But uh, let's, let's, let's talk about Mr. Stahl for a second. He is pointless. Ooh. He is pointless in his last one, two, three, four, let's five, nine, six, ten. seven, eight, nine games. Uh, and over that time, he's gone minus uh, two, three, four, five, six, and there's a plus one. So minus five in that whole time. Uh I don't think that's a reflection on him a lot. I, I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg, whereas Eric's playing bad and Minnesota's suffering, or Minnesota's playing bad and Eric's suffering. But whatever the case, he's not putting it up. If you're sitting there waiting for him to get it going again, uh, I mean... I guess may, you got to look like, who would you even drop especially, to pick that up? Especially with the GM basically walking out and saying that his team is making him Cry himself to sleep. Eric Stahl to the Islanders, please. Jesus. I mean, guy needs to, he needs to, uh, he's just not worth keeping in my opinion. I dropped him. Uh, you know, maybe somebody will snag him up quickly in my league because he, he is still owned in 40, 86% 80. of leagues. Um, but at this point, as we're getting closer to the end of the fantasy league, because remember, just a quick reminder for everybody, 
playoffs in fantasy do not go into the playoffs of the NHL. So we're actually, in fantasy hockey, we're actually coming up pretty close. I think we've only got two weeks left in our season. And then we come up on uh, fantasy hockey playoffs. So um, now's the time to start pulling the trigger. Uh, if If you were hoping for somebody that's going to turn it on and they haven't yet, God, I would say I would say it's time to to drop that person and move on. Um, so, Jake DeBrusque, I already talked about the goalies. Uh, I'm still sitting on one of the other things though. Uh, let me amend that real quick. If you're sitting on a player right now that's under underdevelop or not underdeveloping, underplaying, and there's rumors around him that he's going to get traded, just wait till the trade deadline. Yeah, it's tough. You got it, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. So, for example, I have Matthew Shane in my league. Okay, if he doesn't get traded before his games, I have basically have a center on IR that I can't use or put on IR because he's benched for the next three games. <laughs> so until he gets traded, I've got Deshane doing nothing, which sucks because he's a huge point producer yeah. for that team. Um, but if you're, I mean, if you're sitting on a Panarin. If you're sitting on Bobrovsky, if you're sitting on Stone, if you're sitting on Zuccarello, mm-hmm. uh, any of these guys that have been subject to trade rumors right now, I would pick. I mean, it's not like any of these guys are going to get traded to worse teams. No. So it might be beneficial to pick up one of these guys or hold on to them. Don't make any rash judgments. Or, you know what? If you're feeling real lucky about it, make a trade for one of these guys. You know, Zook is on. You know, Zook is in. He's playing fairly well for the Rangers, but if he goes to a, cont- a competitor, put on a better line. He could be, I mean, you kind of take a wild card with it, just like the trade. The teams who actually would make the trades, it's either going to work really well, or it's going to take a little bit of time and adjustment. And it's not really going to pan out in your favor. You just don't know. Yep, that's how it is. Damn, it's exciting. It is. It is. We're coming up on the trade deadline, and uh, God, it's exciting to be a hockey fan around this time. So, because I got you. Yep. We didn't talk about this. We're just going to go rapid fire for fun. Okay, go for it. I'm going to give you a name, and you tell me where you think he's going to go. Okay. Obviously, you guys are coming back Tuesday, Mm -hmm. and you guys will be able to talk more about it. So, we'll compare them. But you might have some predictions, and maybe something happens over the weekend. You might be like, see, I called it. Love I it. called it on my last podcast. It. Well, I'm going to say I called it regardless. So Absolutely. Yeah, huh? yep. so, All right, here we go. I'm going to give you the top 12. Okay. Now we'll just go with top These 10. guys just the top rumored? Yep. Okay. No- notable UFAs. Got it. All right, let's go for it. Panarin. Panarin's going to Florida. Stone. Stone staying put. Duchesne. Duchesne's going to Nashville. Hayes. Hayes is... Pass. <laughs> Wayne Simmons. Wayne Simmons is going to go to Toronto. Furlan. Ooh, Furlan is going to... Only a 1.75 cap hit. God, that one's that one's tough, because I don't know if Columbus might want to stay pat. I'm, I'm going to pass on that one. Silverberg for... Silverberg from Anaheim. Ooh. That's going to be a decent pickup there for somebody. I wonder how old he is. I think he's still relatively... If he's relatively young, yeah. I want to say he'll stay pat. You think Anaheim will hold on to that? I mean, he's a, he's a piece that you could rebuild around. He's not terrible. No. Nyquist. Nyquist is, is moving somewhere. Because um, Detroit is shopping him pretty heavily, and I think they'll take whatever they want for him. I don't know where, but he's going to go somewhere. I'll say Vegas. That's Zuccarello. Oh. Yeah, they took Tatar last year. Might as well take Nyquist this year. Zook, just because, just because I want to, Zook's going to go to the Islanders. Ooh, and then Derek Broussard. Already been traded once. Yeah, Broussard's got to go. Broussard's going to go somewhere. Um, I'm going to say Columbus. Oh, I see. I, I see that it was rumored of that big trade between Florida and uh, that three-way trade. I think there is some truth to that. Um, LA is looking to rebuild as well, and I think LA could pick up. There could be a three pl- a three squad swing right there. I heard about a couple of three three teams. I could see that, and I think happen. I I mean we're going to get up to the trade deadline because everybody's going to hold their cards close to see if they can get better offers until then. Uh, nobody wants to pull the trigger and then miss out on something <laughs> better. But uh, no, I think that's going to be. I think that's going to what it's going to have to be. So, all right, I think um, how are we doing? Doing for time, we're doing just fine. All right. Well, um, I think we've covered just about everything we want to cover. Miller, you got anything else? 
No, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Good to have you on. We'll, we'll bring you on anytime that Wellesley uh, gets a little yeah. busy again. Call so. me up from the minor leagues. I'm ready. Go, it got a coming up from the from the Musty Mites, our, our podcast minor affiliate. <laughs> God damn it. I want to make that fucking t-shirt. It's going to happen. All right. Well, this has been us. Thanks for tuning in. Please always, as always, like, comment, and share all of our stuff. Subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, just a reminder, we will be doing something for the... Uh, uh, trade deadline we will have something out for that um we'll probably put out a post on facebook giving a little more details and um yeah i think that's it yeah and the code word for this week is catfish oh sneaks in a secret cat uh, code word all right there it is it's catfish comment on <laughs> comment on the podcast post on the facebook catfish and we will give you a shout out on the next episode absolutely Perfect. All right. Saranara.